Good morning, church. Here we are again, Sunday morning. Thanks for um, tuning in for those who are coming on live and live streaming. Just before I start, I just a few announcements again. Hope and pray you're all well. I pray that you're keeping well, keeping busy, I imagine, with school holidays for some of you who've got kids at home and finding activities and so forth. Once again, if you're struggling in any area, please uh, talk to a group leader or myself. You can contact me. And uh, we pray we get through this and hopefully uh, get back to normal. Because certainly this is not uh, doing church or being the church the way it is right now. The other thing, uh, again, is to state the obvious. There are no group meetings at the moment. And whilst it's school holidays, it's, it's not a bad thing. So I'm sure everyone's keeping busy. Uh, if it, this lockdown continues, which I hope it doesn't, um, we might have to go to Zoom meetings, but we'll keep you posted and informed. The third thing is, just again, to encourage us to uh, give online if you're not that way inclined uh, and you need help. Uh, again, let us know, but you can get on the website and you can give online. So thanks for that. So, so join with me as I uh, pray this morning and uh, also as we bring the word. So Father God, we come to you this morning and we ask for wisdom uh, during this time, Lord. It's, uh, they're crazy times. Father God, unprecedented times, and we just pray for your wisdom, your grace to abound, that you see us through, and that we get through this. Father, a lot of things don't make sense at the moment, and there's things at play, and there's um, all these things going on, Lord, and what's deemed to be essential and not essential, whether you can sing and then you can't sing, and all uh, common sense seems to be out the window, so I just pray Father God, that your people would rise up during this time. They would hear your voice and that would be a voice, Father God. And we know the minute we start to make a bit of uh, noise and a bit of a voice to what is right and good, Father God, that things do, do change and circumstances will change. And I pray, Father God, that we would rise up and we would not surrender to fear. We would not surrender to just being... Um, uh, followers of things that aren't right, Lord. So I pray that you give us the fortitude, the grace, and the common sense, and the unction of the Holy Spirit to be obedient to what you are wanting us to do and say during this time, Lord. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And I pray also that this word would go forth and, Father, accomplish all that you are wanting to do through it. So thank you for that in Jesus' name. So church, I've titled this message this morning, Do We Look Like Jesus? So that's the title of the message, Do We Look Like Jesus? Do you and I look like Jesus? Because that's what we should look like. Well, it's mid-year, and I would like to remind us, can you believe it's mid-year already? Unbelievable. And also, I hope you enjoyed that playlist. I kind of, uh, I'm a bit partial at the moment to Maverick City uh, music. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. And it's a powerful medium, music, isn't it? And uh, as we know, things that uh, focus, make us focus on God and exalt God is always a good thing. As I said, it's mid-year. And I want to remind us uh, of our vision and mission of this church also. And, and it should be of uh, the whole church in general. And that is to make disciples. 
So we need to come back to a center and a pathway of agreement and aim for the goal and to fulfill the great commission, as Jesus said. And that's why I've I've titled this message, Do We Look Like Jesus? Because that's what a disciple is and should look like. So a disciple is a follower and learner of Jesus. And I love Mark 16 particularly uh, and what it says about a disciple. And Mark 16 just adds that little bit more. And it not only talks about preaching the gospel, but it also says that these signs will follow those who believe. And so as we follow, as we follow Jesus, the signs will follow. In other words, we look like him. We follow in his footsteps, his ways. When people see us, they should see Jesus, the hope of glory, Christ in us. We are his expression. And just like Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. I pray that would be true of us. They would see Christ in us to be Christ-like, that we would have his imprint, and we do. His DNA, and God is what? Ultimately, love. God is love. And yes, we do have his DNA. But do we allow sometimes the flesh or the enemy to get the better of us so Christ is hidden? Do we want uh, our own way? And do we want our own opinion? Do we always want to seem right in our own eyes? It's not about that. It's about exalting Christ and people seeing Christ within us. And we need Christ not to be hidden but to be revealed. And you know, the thing about light, light has a singular purpose, and that is to give light. (laughs) So everyone what can see clearly? Jesus said to let our light so shine, so what? Our Father is glorified in heaven. So our Father in heaven is glorified. You know, I could spend so much time on identity this morning. And that's key to looking like Jesus, sonship. If we are not on that ship first, if that ship of sonship is in the first ship where that we're sailing the course, we go off course. So it's so important that we understand that a key principle in looking like Jesus and being a disciple is understanding identity and sonship. So, But I don't want to spend so much time on that this morning. I want to spend time this morning that doing is also a part of being like Jesus. To be a doer of the word. You know, when Jesus was just a child, he said an interesting statement. He said, I must be about my father's business. That is kingdom business. Are we about the father's business? That is the people business. That's why we're also likened to ambassadors, representatives of the kingdom. And as sons and daughters of God, it is our inheritance. We're building God's kingdom. And therefore, it's also our kingdom and our kingdom business. Not individual. We're not building our own kingdom. We need to build the kingdom. And if we could all get alongside and all unite in such a cause to build God's kingdom, we'd see this world so much faster being introduced to the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Jesus. So let's look first at Jesus. He first found what? 
his disciples, who he did life with while doing kingdom business as well. A bit like show and tell, because we know that things are what caught more than taught. You know, when someone shows you how to do something, it is so much easier to learn than someone telling you how. We would all agree with that. It's a bit of show and tell. So he invested in others and showed them how. So one day they would look like him, be like him, do like him, do as he did, say as he did. Did not the Pharisees pick up on that, that these unlearned disciples had been around Jesus because they recognized that looks like Jesus. Uh, that sounds like Jesus. That smells like Jesus, if you like. That tastes like Jesus, if you like. Because they, have, they had been around Jesus. You and I should look like Jesus. Or have we let so much of the world come in? Have we let so much of religion come in that we've stopped looking like Jesus? We've stopped looking what love looks like. So Jesus went about what? Doing good. <laughs> you and I are to be about doing good, about the Father's business, telling people how to come into the kingdom. Saving is part of it. Healing is part of it. Teaching is part of it. Doing and equipping is part of it. And a part of the equipping is also looking for His return. There must be a there must be this preparedness and awareness that Jesus will return. We don't hear that much anymore, much anymore. But Jesus is coming back for his bride. And what? And you know what? It could be sooner than you and I think. We must paint a complete picture or the complete package of what a disciple is for it to be discerned so people can see clearly what it looks like. And that's like Jesus. Unfortunately, I believe we haven't represented him in the past. We haven't represented uh, Jesus well. We haven't painted the true picture of who Jesus is, of who he really looks like. And sometimes you and I are the only Bible people will ever read. That's why Paul says we're a living letter to be read out that our life reveals Jesus. So that's what you and I are to look like. And that we are reproducing Jesus. Now you go and do the same. Find someone who will find someone to do the same. That's what it's about. Reproducing Him. Not reproducing me. Reproducing Jesus. The hope of, glor the hope of glory within me. That you and I are Christians. In other words, many of us are the anointed ones. Many of us are like Christ. Christ in us. The hope of glory. That when people see you and I, they should see Christ in us. That looks like Jesus. See, a while ago, Jesus said to me, my quiet time, are you building numbers or are you building people? I said, okay, Lord, I get it. Build people to be like Jesus who will build others to do the same. Is it about numbers? No, but yes, it is. 
It's about multiplication, reproducing Jesus. You know, there are too many other Gospels out there. And no other Gospel should be preached than that which is preached from the beginning, as Paul said in Galatians. And it's simple, and it's true, and it brings freedom, and it's easy, and it's a lifestyle. And just like Paul told Timothy to do in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. He says this, And the things that you have, have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to what? Faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Paul got the same principle of multiplication. In other words, he was following Jesus. Now you follow me. Timothy, as you're following me, teach others to follow you. In other words, this multiplication that we're all following the same person. We should all look like Jesus, not look like anything else. Are we individuals? Yes, we are. But people should recognize us that we've been around Jesus, just like the early disciples. They should be able to tell the difference. Ah, they're, they're, they're Christians. Ah, they're lovers of Jesus. Ah, they're the Jesus movement. Come on, church. We need to arise. We should all look and smell and taste the same. But everyone's too busy arguing about the little stuff that doesn't matter. Everyone's too busy arguing about the small stuff that you don't need to sweat. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Make it about Jesus. If it's not bringing glory to Him, it's bringing glory to something else. And that's not what we want to do. I want to close with this. And you think, what a short message this morning. Because I want us to ponder so much on what do we really look like. Do people recognize Jesus within us? Can they say, and can they say, you're a Christian? I can tell the difference. There's something about you. I want to close with this. It's, the, it's about the right multiplication. Many people want to change the world, but only changed people can change the world. I'm going to repeat that again. Many people want to change the world, this grand dure plans. Oh, I want to change the world. But the reality is they never want to change themselves. But only changed people can change the world. The problem is not enough changed people. The solution is only Jesus. And Jesus only can change people. Or a better word is transform. So the more we spread Jesus... The transformation takes place. Just like Jesus said, the kingdom of God is likened to yeast that spreads and grows and permeates its surrounding. Are we growing? Are we spreading? Are we permeating our surroundings with the kingdom of God? Because that's what it's about. And His kingdom is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. His kingdom is about love. His kingdom is about the manifestation of the power of who He is in us and that power working through us, through love. Love. <laughs> love. And the greatest of these is love. We're to abide in faith and hope, but the greatest will always be love. 
Let us get back to being about the Father's business, kingdom business. The world doesn't need more religion. It needs Jesus. Let me give you an example of religion. Do you remember the story of the woman caught in adultery? Religion wanted judgment. Religion brought this woman to Jesus and wanted judgment. But you know what? Jesus did an amazing thing. He turned it all around. And he said, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And it says from the, from the oldest to the youngest, one by one, they walked away. Because he desired mercy. See, religion wants judgment. But mercy triumphs over judgment. That's what love looks like. That's what Jesus looks like. That's what Christianity should look like. It's not the pointing of the finger. It's not one in judgment. It's one in mercy. Something that you and I don't deserve, but we, but we receive from God. The grace of God, the mercy of God that triumphs for you and I. And that's what the message should be to others. That is the good news. That's the good news of the gospel. And it'll always be good news that doesn't make sense. It's so good to be true. And that's what grace is. It's unbelievable. It's almost like it's, it's too good to be true. But yet it is. And I want to tell you in this world out there, there's, there, there's so much at the moment, uh, there's just straight out, there's so much lies going on. There's so much lying. You don't know what to believe and what to believe. And everyone changes their mind about a drop of a hat. But one thing's for sure. His word is true. The gospel is true for you and I. And the gospel is true. And if you're out there this morning and you've never heard a message that Jesus loves you, no matter what you've done, no matter where you're at, no matter where you've been, He loves you unconditionally. And He wants, to and he wants you to know that. And He wants you to come to that place of understanding. And He doesn't want religion. He wants relationship with you. He wants intimacy with you. He wants to be your loving Father. A father that is good, beyond comprehension, beyond understanding. And he'll reveal himself to you if you just give him that time and just give him that space and let him into your heart and life this morning. See, religion demands judgment. But mercy is so far better, so far greater. See, we need to look like Jesus and not religion. There's enough religion out there. We don't need any more of it. Love looks like Jesus. A disciple should look like Jesus and reproduce Jesus. So I want to ask us again this morning, the title of our message, Do we look like Jesus? Are we the expression of Jesus? Are we the expression of the Father? Are we His eyes and His feet and His hands extended to this hurting and hopeless world? Because Jesus will always be the hope of the world. And He left us here. The church is here to be that beacon of light, that city on a hill, so you and I may shine and represent Him well. And, and the Father is pleased in that.
That's what you and I are here for. We're here to do so much more than we comprehend. But sometimes we're too busy arguing about the little stuff. Keep it simple. That's why I love you know, what Paul says in Galatians about no other gospel. People were trying to introduce religion back into it, taking away the freedom. It says that, that people came in by stealth. It's almost like he was a church that was just uh, loving life, doing amazing things. And these religious people crept in and they started looking around and going, what? They're too happy. This is too much freedom. This is too good. We need to implement some religion in here. And they started to twist things around. And, the, and it says they didn't even entertain it for an hour. Let's not entertain it for an hour. Let's not entertain it at all. Give us pure religion. Give us Jesus Christ. And I pray that you and I would grab hold of a greater revelation and that we would unite as one and understand what it means to look like Jesus and to be a disciple. And a disciple should imitate and reflect and be like Jesus. So thank you, church. I hope you enjoyed this morning. Let us meditate on that. Let us abide a little bit more in that. Let us think on that. And I pray that during the midst of all this craziness, that people would see Jesus in us and that we would display Jesus and reproduce Jesus. So find somebody who can find somebody to do the same. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you. See you next week. Same time.